Coming up on this episode of Coordinate It. So we had students with 50% extended time, 100% extended time, some with extended or extra breaks, some with different timings and extended and extra breaks. So um, that, that to me is, is the best example I can give of uh, the, the challenges I've faced along the way. Since 1955, the College Board's Advanced Placement Program has been delivering excellence in education to millions of students worldwide through over 18,000 AP programs. And in each of those AP programs, there's an important role. So today, today we shine the spotlight on the AP Coordinator. And what makes a good AP coordinator? Well, I believe the best AP coordinators are dedicated, motivated, and of course, coordinated. I am Derek Kometa, and this is Coordinated. Thanks for joining us for a series of interviews with experienced and incredibly talented AP coordinators. This school year, more than just about any in recent history, presents some unique and unprecedented times for schools and AP programs. Perhaps, perhaps there is no better time to share our collective voices and perspectives. Let's start with three simple letters. S-S-D. As most AP coordinators know, that's a commonly used abbreviation for Services for Students with Disabilities. And there's a sentence in the AP Coordinator's Manual, Part 1, a good piece of advice in the planning calendar that says, meet with the SSD coordinator to discuss the eligibility process and AP students with approved or expected accommodations. Why, when we read it like that, well, it sounds so easy. At least to me it does. However, in my many years as an AP coordinator, I found that making sure everything goes smoothly with approved testing accommodations for students, well, that's not so easy. And part of that was on me. That was me not completely understanding the role of the SSD coordinator. Now, fortunately for today's conversation, I've recruited some expert help. We're joined today by superstar AP coordinator, Bob Pomer, and expert SSD coordinator, Bob Pomer. Yes, that's right. Bob enjoys both roles at his school in Boston, Massachusetts. So get your stopwatch ready. This episode is approved for extended time. <laughs> Bob Pomer, welcome to Coordinated. Thanks, Derek. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, and yes, I do enjoy both roles. Um, they are certainly both interesting in their own uh, very different ways. Well, thank you for affirming my choice of words there. And let's set a foundation for our conversation first. Bob, can you start by sharing 
a little more about your school and your AP program. Sure. Uh, so I'm the Dean of Academic Affairs at Sharon High School in Sharon, Massachusetts. And we're about 25 miles uh, southeast of Boston. We have about 1,150 students, uh, amazing students, uh, really a terrific faculty and an incredibly supportive administration. I work closely with our outstanding AP teachers. And on a typical year, we'll have about 300 to 350 students taking somewhere between 750 uh, to 800 exams each May. And Bob, as I, as I mentioned in your introduction, you are the AP coordinator and the SSD coordinator at your school. That's exactly right. So uh, we all know the AP coordinator's role. Uh, as an SSD coordinator, I use the SSD online system to submit student requests for accommodations for College Board testing. Um, and I see to it that any approved accommodations are available to those students. And I also provide the non-standard administration reports, or the NARs, uh, for school-based testing. Bob, I'm curious, how long have you been in each role at your school? And, of course, our listeners want to know, how did you become the AP coordinator? Okay, well, I have uh, been uh, in both roles, uh, SSD and AP coordinator, in my current uh, building for all 11 years that I've been here at Sharon High School. Uh, but I've been an AP coordinator for the last 22 years in four different schools in three wow. different states. Wow. Uh, and uh, for as long as I can remember, frankly, Derek, uh, I think I've been SSD coordinator. And when I started in education uh, at Loyola School in New York City, the role of AP coordinator was bequeathed to me by my predecessor, Sister Nora Cronin. Bequeathed. That's a, <laughs> that's, a, that's the first time we've used that word on this show. Thank you for uh, educating us. That's a good one. Bob, so uh, let's get back to SSD. Can you help me out a little bit here? You, you mentioned SSD online. Uh, I know a little bit about it, but can you please provide some additional detail? Sure. Um, so SSD Online is the online platform that SSD coordinators use to submit, track, and manage student requests for accommodations. And it is a separate system from AP registration and ordering um, uh, testing accommodations apply to all college board testing. Bob? Back in your introduction a few minutes ago, I called you a superstar and an expert. Can you validate my statement? I'll certainly do my best. Um, I, I can only use one example, I guess, of, uh, of the significant challenge I, I experienced in a recent AP administration when I had an AP U.S. history exam with six different testing locations based on SSD timing uh, and or SSD accommodations. So we had students with 50% extended time, 100% extended time, some with extended or extra breaks, some with different timings and extended and extra breaks. So um, that, that to me is, is the best example I can give of uh, the, the challenges I've faced along the way. Uh, Bob, that is quite a story. I, I might be getting a little emotional with flashbacks to 
<laughs> to, to my time as an AP coordinator. But yes, uh, that that definitely validates the uh, the statement that I made about you being an expert. Thank you so well, much. Thank you. And everyone, uh, with with that, uh, I think the foundation is set for our uh, upcoming conversation. We'll be right back after this message from Carrie and Carrie about the AP coordinator community. So please stay tuned. There's a lot of coordinating to do. And I'm going to see if Bob can come through in the clutch when I challenge him with my top five questions about SSD. Hi, AP Coordinators. I'm Carrie Larison. And I'm Carrie Franz. We moderate the AP Coordinator community. This is a free online platform that connects over 6,000 AP Coordinators from around the world. One of the primary uses for the community is to host coordinator-related conversation and collaboration. Many coordinators feel all alone at their schools and do not share the role or have an assistant. Right, and the opportunity to engage with other AP coordinators, especially around best practices, is so helpful. Plus, I like to validate that what I'm doing is correct or that I haven't missed any important tasks. New coordinators learn a lot just by seeing what is asked and answered, and even experienced coordinators have been learning a lot of new things these past few years. Yeah, here's a good example. Recently, there was a collaborative exchange between experienced coordinators. The topic? How often everyone submits updates to their AP exam orders and AP registration and ordering. I thought this was an excellent discussion. Some coordinators do this every time they make an update, and others less often. It was great to see all the thoughtful comments and suggestions from our peers because there ended up being really good reasons for each option. In this case, there's more than one right way to get the job done. By now, you may be wondering, how do we access this community? Just go to apcommunity.collegeboard.org to get started and request your free membership. Again, that's apcommunity.collegeboard.org. And once you're in, you can choose a setting that allows you to receive a daily digest of all activity. This is so convenient since it's sent directly to my school email address. And this year, more than ever, we think it's important to be part of the AP coordinator community. Together, we'll continue to find the best ways to support AP programs at our schools. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to coordinating with you. We are back. Bob? May I safely assume that living in the so-called City of Champions, you are a big sports fan? Derek, I was born and raised just outside of Boston. Uh, So being a sports fan isn't something you choose to do. It is a way (laughs) of life. Well, then let's let's consider the upcoming conversation, Game 7. And I'm confident... You are ready to shine when the spotlight is brightest. So here are my top five questions regarding SSD. And these are all related to accommodations as a whole, right? Information and guidelines on applying accommodations on exam day. That's going to be available through other training resources in the future and potentially a future episode of this show. So here we go. Question number one, how do students apply for SSD accommodations? Okay, that's a great uh, place to start, Derek. So most students uh, will apply uh, for accommodations through the SSD coordinator at their school. 
The application doesn't have to go through the SSD coordinator, uh, so students and families can apply directly to the SSD uh, program on their own, but it usually comes through the coordinator at their school. And they apply so that they can access the accommodations they might already have in the classroom, typically through an IEP or a 504 plan. But these accommodations must be pre-approved by the college board uh, in order to use them on a college board test. So as the SSD coordinator, I occasionally have to send documentation such as like medical information or achievement or academic testing um, uh, in this process. But, but by and large, I'm submitting the request based on a plan. Bob, let me ask a point of clarification there. So do I understand correctly that if a student has an IEP or a 504, they, that does not mean they are automatically approved. They still have to apply through SSD at the College Board. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct, uh, that the, the accommodations need to be approved by College Board, regardless of whether they're in place in school or not. Excellent. Thanks. I thought that was an important point, so I just wanted to clarify. Question number two. If a student is approved for accommodations for AP exams, do the accommodations also carry over to PSAT and or SAT exams? Okay. Yes, and they move in both directions. So I mentioned earlier that SSD is across all college board testing. So uh, any accommodations that are approved, whether they're first approved for PSAT or first approved for AP, are approved for any and all college board exams. Rarely, uh, but occasionally, students may be approved for, uh, for example, extended time on mathematics only, based on their disability, what have you. That student uh, would have extended time on the math section of the SAT, but they would not have extended time uh, on um, an AP U.S. history exam, for example. Got it. That makes sense. Question number three. Do SSD accommodations expire, or do students have to reapply through their SSD coordinator every year? Oh, good. Great question. And thankfully, SSD accommodations do not expire until one year after the student graduates. So the only time students would have to reapply is if they were requesting additional accommodations. And if they did that, um, even then the, the existing accommodations would not change. So they don't have to reapply every year, uh, and it should last them through their high school uh, career. Excellent. Question number four, if a student with approved accommodations, if that student transfers from one school to another, how does that work? Do they have to reapply for accommodations at their new school? Okay. Um, and if you think about this in terms of the AP registration and ordering process, uh, the student's student account remains the same when they transfer one school to the other, their SSD account uh, also is transferable. So transferring is easy, um, but it must be done by the, if you will, the receiving SSD coordinator. And they do that through SSD online by working with the student to uh, access their, the SSD number that's been assigned to that student when they were initially approved. Great. So the, the new SSD coordinator does not have to wait for the 
for the former school to do anything. They can take care of that all themselves. Do I yeah, understand that correctly? Exactly right, Derek. Great. Question number five. Earlier, you mentioned SSD online, and you mentioned that it is a separate system from AP registration and ordering. Mm-hmm. How do those two systems work together? And I guess maybe I, I should start with, do they work together? Okay, so they do work together, Derek, and uh, and it is great. Uh, first, in AP registration and ordering uh, on the student's page, I can use the filter for SSD ID to find all the students who have been approved for SSD accommodations. In fact, because students are assigned an SSD number when they apply for accommodations, when I use that filter, it will include a list of students who have submitted a request but are still waiting for approval on those requests. So, so for an, an SSD for for an AP coordinator who's not an SSD coordinator, this is hugely helpful in planning out uh, the AP administration and starting to think about proctoring and that sort of thing. I Yeah, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Anything else with that? Uh, absolutely. Uh, so the AP coordinators can also view each student in AP registration and ordering and see what their specific approved accommodation is or are. So um, now as SSD coordinator, I can see this through SSD online, um, but as an AP coordinator, if you're not the SSD uh, coordinator, you can still see this on the student level, uh, what exactly their accommodations are by clicking on that student's profile. All right, Bob, I, I know I said top five questions, but I have one bonus question. I understand SSD coordinators have an important deadline coming up. Can you tell us more about that? Okay. So first, Derek, uh, with this extra question, are we going into extended time? <laughs> right. Yes, I think so. Or we could call it overtime if you want to use the uh, the sports analogy. Just try to, to channel your inner Tom Brady and give us one last touchdown, Bob. Okay, here we go. So uh, we um, SSD coordinators have an important deadline coming up. Uh, and that is January 15th, 2021, is the deadline for accommodation requests for AP testing in May. The request process can sometimes turn around quite quickly, but can sometimes also take quite a bit of time, especially if, as I mentioned before, there are requests for additional uh, documentation. So the sooner we get started on this, the better, in order to ensure that our students have accommodations in place if they need them for the uh, May testing. Now that is a game-winning answer. And again, faithful listeners, that SSD deadline for accommodation requests is coming up quickly, January 15th, 2021. That's right, Derek. January 15th, 2021. Don't miss it. Bob, as someone who was born and raised on the West Coast, specifically the Bay Area, I have to admit that I... I cannot personally embrace your particular sports <laughs> loyalties. They do kind of rub me the wrong way. Now, that said, I must admit, you performed at a championship level today with all my questions. 
Well, thanks, Derek. I really appreciate it. It has been uh, a lot of fun being here. And um, uh, if I don't mind uh, doing so, I'll count this as another victory for the city of Boston. Uh, (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your SSD coordinator expertise. And as we close, I wanted to ask you to reflect on your AP coordinator role. So, Bob Pomer, what does being an AP coordinator mean to you? Well, Derek, this is, um, I've been at this for a long time. And uh, as AP coordinator, uh, I know and I've seen uh, the difference uh, that I can make by providing opportunities for college credit for students in underrepresented backgrounds. And this, of course, includes our students with disabilities. For its rich sports history, I like to call my city of Boston Titletown, but when it comes to helping students, as AP coordinators, we're all champions. It's almost impossible to thrive as an AP coordinator without being super organized and hyper-focused on the details. There's so much to keep track of, and successfully coordinating SSD is a big part of that. In just the past three years, Bob has administered 2,200 AP exams in 31 different subjects. And of those exams, 136 were exams with approved SSD accommodations. 136. I called him a superstar earlier, and Bob Pomer, he definitely shines. AP coordinators and SSD coordinators, ensuring that all students are provided with any approved accommodations. AP coordinators, combined with great AP teachers and administration, making a difference, helping to build model AP programs. Standard time or extended time. This is what it means to be coordinated. Hello again, SSD coordinators. It's Bob Pomer back with one last note. Derek and I recorded this episode of Coordinated just before the holidays. And in typical 2020 fashion, immediately after recording, we became aware of a new update to SSD Online. Bad timing for our show, but great timing for SSD coordinators with the January deadline coming up. These updates to SSD Online include a modern, streamlined user experience, a user-friendly dashboard with improved filtering and access to information, and a simplified accommodations request process. Updates were made with contributions from SSD coordinators from schools across the country. I'm looking forward to getting in there to check it out. A good way to start the new year. Coming up next time on Coordinated. What it would be like uh, to to get all students to succeed uh, at the school. So I went uh, to the lowest performing high. I looked up the list. Literally, the school uh, that was ranked at the bottom of the list uh, for New York City achieving state standards. Uh, And um, I walked into the building uh, in the principal resume and said, "I'm, I'm here to teach next school year. A special episode is on deck. Get ready as we engage in a tremendously inspiring conversation with an executive director at the College Board 
who has roots in education as, oh yes, as an AP coordinator in New York City. It's time to check in at College Board Headquarters with Executive Director of AP Outreach, Edward Biederman. Let's clear the path for AP programs everywhere in our next episode of Coordinated. Thank you for joining us. Coordinated is written, recorded, designed, and produced by Derek Kometa. Our executive producer is Bill Lankenau. Additional vocal support by AP coordinators Leslie Ladd and myself, Carly Suge. Artwork is by Amy O. She is enjoying AP Drawing and three other APs at Savannah Arts Academy. Our theme music is Good As Gold by Jackie Ray, former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School. For more information on AP coordinators, visit collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. That's one word, collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. And my personal thanks goes out to Jim Cluley, Terry Redekin, and all my colleagues at the College Board for allowing me to connect with my favorite people in all of education. And speaking of AP coordinators, standard time or extended time, we are always good as gold. Over and over and over again Till I believe it's all mm-hmm. I'm good as gold